Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me today to break down this absolute monster 11-game slate, this glorious 11-game slate that we have ahead of us here tonight, our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Doing pretty good. Got some big GPPs on both sides tonight, the, the major sites. Um, Yahoo, I think, has a 1K to first. I could be wrong, but I hope it is because that is a nice site to play on, and they sponsor us. I didn't say that because they're sponsoring us. I truly do like Yahoo Fantasy because they don't have a casino. <laughs> It's that's one of those things, right? It's nice uh, to not have that temptation at three o'clock in the morning when you're just uh, laying on the couch by yourself or something like that. So, yeah, we do have uh, a lot of big tournaments today. Uh, like, I don't I, I don't want to say how many tournaments they'll have. I want to say they're like three big DK tournaments every year, like one in November, maybe one in late January, early February, and then another one towards the end of the year. And, you know, they have their Tuesday specials or whatever, but I'm talking like uh, they're big, big tournaments. This is, you know, one of the big ones of the year, the 444 over on DraftKings and over on FanDuel's. There's the 33, <clears throat> 33 multi-entry multi with 20K to first, I believe it is. So it and the $19 um, uh, buy-in for the World Fantasy Hockey Championships over on DraftKings. So there's a lot, a lot going on in the NHL DFS world tonight. So we're going to try to help you win, uh, win you guys a little bit of money tonight. Let's just go over last night's slate real quick because we do have a lot of games to get to today. We just had the two games yesterday. Uh, Blue Jackets at home uh, came back and won 5-3 over the Red Wings. Lightning at home came back or didn't come back. They just won 4-1 against the Islanders. Uh, I want to bring those games up because two of those teams are on this slate today. Both the Red Wings and the Islanders are on uh, tonight's slate, both on the road. Uh, not that either team looked particularly poor last night, uh, but the Islanders have been struggling out of the gate the whole season. You know, this is what, like 14 or 15 games in a row they played uh, on the road to start the season. And, uh, you know, Detroit has a really, really good top line, and it seems like it has a good second line, but we're still not so sure about their depth. So what do you see out of those games tonight that maybe we can carry over into today's slate? Yeah, I mean, the Islanders not as good a team as the Islanders fans think they are. Um, they think Anders Lee is the best net front presence in the NHL. That's the main that you're putting Chris Kreider up against them, aren't you? I don't know if you ever watch Chris Kreider highlight videos. <laughs> He's the guy. But, I mean, um, listen, the Islanders, I don't know. 
losing Eberle, replacing him with Zach Parisi, like not great. They're not as good defensively as they were. I don't know. Like their, their goaltending the past few seasons was like insanely good. So I don't know, maybe they bounce back, but you know, I think they're a middle of the pack team. And then, you know, what happened with Detroit Grice just like fell off a cliff at the end of that game. They're up three to two and they lost five to three in like a blink of an eye. So that's a classic Detroit game. And hopefully, you know, we get another one tonight. Yeah. Depending on whether you're stacking Detroit uh, or Dallas on the other side of that game, uh, we will get to that game a little bit later, but uh, we're not going to keep talking about last night's slate because it was a small slate, not many contests, uh, and a big slate slate today. A lot to talk about. Before we get too much further, if you guys in the chat could throw us a like and a subscribe, uh, I see 66 people watching and about 20 thumbs up. Let's get some more thumbs up uh, for our bosses here. And once you guys have clicked that subscribe button, click the notification bell if you want to get notified uh, whenever we hit the air. And, of course, as Josh mentioned, we are brought to you by Yahoo Fantasy. They're the sponsor for our show. And we have a nice little giveaway uh, through Yahoo Fantasy that we'll talk about a little bit later. But let's get to this first game. Uh, Nashville, 2.3 implied goal total. They're going into Toronto. The Leafs have a 3.2 implied goal total. And Toronto went kind of went back to their old lines. Uh, Nick Ritchie on the top line with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, Josh's favorite player. And then Alex Kerfoot down on the second line with John Tavares and William Nylander. Andre Kasha, uh, one game on the top line, scores a goal, gets booted back down to the third line. I don't know. Somebody's going to have to explain that one to me at some point. Uh, looks like the same lineup um, as last game for Nashville. The top line, Kunin, uh, Granlin, Duchesne, and then Jano, uh, Johansson, and Tomasino on the second line. Um, obviously, with Toronto's 3.2 total, and obviously just with Austin Matthews, there's gonna they're going to draw some ownership here. Uh, but before the show, you were telling me there might be something on both sides here. So why don't you take it away, Josh? Yeah, okay. First, Sheldon Keefe, I know you're watching. You're an avid listener of the show. Say it with me. It's not hard. Kasha Matthews-Marner bunting Tavares-Nylander. Kasha Matthews-Marner bunting Tavares-Nylander. We'll keep going, but we have a lot of games to get through. So for DFS purposes, Mitchell Marner, my compañero, Mitchell Marner with Austin Matthews is much better for DFS. Like Mitch Marner loves the secondary assists and Austin, Austin Matthews is a very good finisher. So, you know, um, the Matthews Nylander numbers weren't overwhelmingly good for DFS, but uh, Marner is good with Matthews. I don't know if I'm going to go there tonight. Like it, it seems like every time there's a big GPP on one of these sites, there's always one of the Richie brothers ready to blow it up. Like whether it's Brett Ritchie on the top line or Nick Ritchie on the top line, like Nick Ritchie is bad. Like obviously he's a professional hockey player and he's better than I will ever be behind my computer, you know, memeing, but like he is not meant for this top line. So like, I, I just don't know. Like, I think I'm going to save the Leafs for another day. Like there's better spots that I like. If you're going to have me, I think you can have some of the, the top six. Like I really do from an offensive standpoint, like the, the Matthews Marner combo and the Tavares Nylander combo. So like, if I was going to go to the, the, the Leafs tonight, just from an ownership perspective, I would go to that second line. Yeah. They're going to get the Grand and Duchesne matchup, but I just think, you know, getting them at like 2% on this slate is, would be better than playing Matthews and Marner like nine, 10% and have, you know, them to pick up Nick Ritchie on the way on the Nashville side. 
as much as I do like the Tavares Nylander match or line, like they're going to get the ground and Duchesne matchup. And I like that for Nashville. Granted, Nashville 2.3 total on the road. I don't know how big of a living you'll make, you know, stacking 2.3 road underdogs, but under 1%, the line has been very good recently. Graham Duchesne numbers together historically this season, last season, they are very good. So I think they can be in your MME mix. But for me, uh, I'm going to go Toronto 2, Nashville 1. Yeah, Toronto 2 was the line that stuck out to me kind of like as a full stack in this game. Uh, because of the uh, because of some of the numbers you mentioned, what I want to mention about Nick Ritchie is like I agree with you, he doesn't belong on the top line, but at the same time, like they're still generating seventy two shot attempts per sixty minutes uh, with Matthews or with Ritchie on the top line with Matthews. So like they're still generating offense. I yes, I'm with you. I'd way rather have Nick Ritchie on the fourth line. I'd like I'd rather see Jason Spezza on the I'd honestly rather see Spezza on the top line than Nick Ritchie. But if you're going to keep generating 72 shot attempts for 60 minutes, you're at least going to stay in my, in my consideration. I, I think this is honestly and I want to get your opinion on this. We talk about often about stacking the full line. I want to know what you think about just using Matthews as a one-off here tonight because it seems to me, you know, if Richie's not that good, it seems to me it could be a situation where maybe Matthews gets, you know, one at even strength and one on the power play and can kind of blow the doors off, you know, without necessarily his line mates coming along. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, if I was going to one off somebody, you know, like a Matthews or McDavid, which I generally don't like to do, if I had to pick between the two, it would be Matthews. One, because like he can just carry the line by himself. And two, the Toronto power play stinks. So like Matthews can get there on his own without carrying somebody. I mean, I, I will say the Toronto power plays looked a little bit better over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, a little bit, a tough start to the year, but they have turned it around. Um, they're generating a ton of shots on the power play and that's kind of all you can ask for, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and I've ragged all Marner when he's with Tavares and yeah, like I'll continue to do it, but like Marner's numbers with Matthews are incredibly like, they're so much better with Matthews than when he's away from Matthews. So you know, it's an expensive two-man tonight, but, you know, ownership's not crazy. They're not going to come in 20 25%, so I think you can do that as well. All right. Uh, we do have, a, have to move it along. We have more games to get to. New York Islanders, 2.4 implied goal total. They're going into Florida. The Panthers have a 3.1 total. Uh, we did mention the Islanders are on a back-to-back, so I imagine Ilya Sorokin's going to get the start tonight for New York. Uh, the big news for the uh, Panthers obviously is Jonathan Huberto was moved up to the top line with Alexander Barkov. That hasn't really been a thing for the last couple of years. Um, they played like five seasons together, but the last couple of seasons, uh, mostly Huberto on the second line, but they're putting them back together. And I think a, a point to mention here is that there are certain players that can outdrive their expected goals rate, right? Like their expected goals rate might be like 2.4, but then they'll actually score 3.0 goals per 60 minutes. And Huberto is one of those guys. He just has a long, long track record of being an elite playmaker. And even though the raw analytics stats might not be great, the goals for and against over a large sample with Barkov are very good. So that's the one thing I'll say is that if you look back on Huberto and Barkov's recent history, Maybe the Corsi four, whatever, doesn't look great, but the goals for and against still look good. I wrote up Anthony Duclair in the Power Plays article this morning. I really like the Florida top line. I want to get your thoughts on this game. Yeah, I do as well. And they're going to get the Barzell-Lee matchup. But, like, with Parisi there instead of Eberle, I, you know, 
you know, Barzell and Lee have good historical numbers together, but you throw in Parisi into the mix at this stage in his career, I wouldn't imagine he's going to be very good defensively at this point. Um, I, I do really like this Barkov Hubert Duclair line. Uh, last night, I was like, oh man, you know, far to two, so super cheap, but they broke that up. And while the name value of Verhage Bennett Reinhardt does raise some eyebrows for me, they just don't have a sample together, and I don't know how well they're going to mesh together. And at least we know that Barkov, Huberdo have played together. They're on the power play together. Duclair has played with Barkov. Duclair can hang with these guys. Like, he's not some bum. So if I was going to go to Florida, it's definitely going to be that top line. Uh, if you want a power play stack, that is perfectly fine. Um, but, you know, I'm uh, top line over the second line for sure. For me, on the Islander side, I mean – there's not much there to that, that I really like just from a price perspective, like that top line it had prices come down, but they're going to get the Barkov matchup, which I really don't want to go into that Brock Nelson, Bavillier, Palmieri line would be the line I would go to, but they're just too pricey with a 2.4 total on the road. So I'm pretty much going to be out on the Islanders tonight. Yeah. I wanted to use that Islanders second line. I actually had them as one of the lineups to write in my power plays article this morning, because I do like going into that Florida two matchup, but I was really kind of surprised by that low implied goal total of 2.4. And that kind of scared me off. And again, you know, like you mentioned that price, we're paying $17,000 for a second line on the road with a 2.4 implied goal total. I think you just said that about Nashville. Uh, you're probably not going to build a healthy bankroll doing that every single night. Uh, so I not, I'm not super excited about the Islanders here. I think, um, I think the third line would be where I would attack the Islanders. So maybe like a Pajot one off or something like that, but like, you know, that's maybe it. I'm not stacking anything from the Islanders side from the Florida side. I, The thing about Sam Bennett in the Florida second line is we just don't have, like you mentioned, we don't have numbers of Bennett not playing with Huberto. And as I mentioned earlier, Huberto's proven that he can drive goals for anybody. So can Carter Verhage do the same thing? I think he can, but you know, if I'm sitting there with three, four, 44 tickets, am I putting one of them on or like 10, 44, 44 tickets, even am I putting one of them on Florida too? I, I mean, that's for everybody to decide. It, it, I, I just think it's risky for not having uh, a sample together. That's all. That's just kind of my my take on it. So that's why I would prefer Florida one. And the ownership for Florida one is honestly very much in check. Um, coming in at 8%, which is right at, at their top 2%. So no problems using Florida one here tonight. That's my focus on, the, on this game. Islanders two is honestly a line I do like, and they are in play for me. Uh, one to three lineups, probably not. If I was 20 maxing, they would be one of the one of the stacks I would look to, and 150 especially. Uh, on the blue line, I like Radko Gudis. His price just isn't moving, and he's producing. Like, not super elite, but we do love the Gudis. So uh, Radko is definitely a guy on my list. Uh, other Sebastian Ajo also on my list. Who you got? Yeah, Sebastian Fiveho. Uh, tw- min price on, on Power Play 1. Uh, we love a good ass here at awesome.com. Um, yeah, 2800. His price has gone down, so I, I like him as a one off as well. Uh, Ekblad, if you're power play stacking, even Gustav Forsling under 4k. So there's a lot of Florida defensemen that I like. Yeah, at least there's one in like every price range, right? Yeah. It's like 6k, 4k, 2800, or whatever. So, whatever you need, there is a Florida defenseman for you. Uh, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for 
95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, uh, our premium Discord, lineup builder, and much more. If you're a new user of Osmo Plus Platinum, then you can take advantage of the promo code we have for this show, which is NHL Strategy Show, all caps, all one word. It's NHL Strategy Show for 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. You can find the link to activate this coupon in the description of the video below. And of course, if you're looking only to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Stop guessing, start winning. Join Osmo Plus today. That's NHL Strategy Show, all caps, all one word, if you want to take advantage of our promo code for first-time Osmo users. Um, let's get to these next games. 2.5 implied goal. Okay. Actually, I should answer this one question because it relates to the last uh, our last game real quick. Is it a death knell to leave off Duclair and put in Hornfist for PP correlation? I will say that that's not something I would probably do in particular tonight. It's not something I'm against. In, you know, it's something that I would that I do a fair amount. It's just the Islanders don't take a lot of penalties. They're one of the fifth lowest teams in, in time shorthanded. So I don't. I think this is a game where I'd focus on even strength more than power play. What do you think, Josh? No, I agree. Josh? I mean, if you need the salary, you know, it's fine. But if you have that fourteen hundred and you're comfortable without, you know, taking out Duclair, I think full stacking is the way to go in this game all right let's do it uh next game montreal 2.5 implied goal total they're going into new york into new york to face the rangers the rangers have a 3.1 implied goal total montreal still with without carrie price and jake allen so that's caden primo starting for the Habs tonight we had a question in our discord about primo and i just want to answer it like right off the top and i'll just say like goalies are goalies um <laughs> you know this is this is a prospect goalie uh, coming up and playing, I think it's his first game of the season, maybe only his second or third of his career. They hope, they want, they think he's going to be the heir apparent to Price, you know, two or three years down the road. Uh, you know, what, what's he going to be tonight? I'll just throw my hands up and go like this. Like, that's just the way goaltending is. Um, so Montreal, two and a half, going to the Rangers with 3.1 total. What do you like, Josh? I like the Rangers' second line. I always like the Rangers' second line. Um, they're my favorite line. On the Rangers, they are going to get the better matchup. They're going to get the, that Dvorak matchup. And after the first couple of games of the season, Dvorak's numbers have fallen off the big old cliffy. And, um, you know, they're pretty high event both ways. So, you know, Panarin actually scored an even strength goal. Um, Capococco had his first few points of the season. He's still min priced. The line is super cheap. They're probably going to have some negative correlation just from the price perspective and their ownership. But I think if you're going to use like a lower owned uh, stack, you can mix in Rangers too, for sure. Rangers one, like if you want to use Zabajan, Kreider, like Fox or Zabajan, Kreider, Panarin, that's going to be expensive. But the Canadians penalty kill is not great. They take a decent amount of penalties. So I think this is a decent power play spot for the Rangers. I just don't want to full stack the Rangers top line with Barclay Goodrow up there. Um, and then if you want to go to that third line, like uh, Lafreniere, Heedle, two-man, I don't know if you need to go that deep on this slate. I know there's a lot of games, but there is a lot of value. So I don't think you need to go into the Evans, Armia, Lekkinen line. Like that line has actually been pretty good. So I think I'll save the Heedle, Lafreniere, two-man for, you know, a different time. So Rangers two for me on Montreal side. Um, I don't mind that top line. The problem is 2.5 total road, 10%. 
a little too much for me. So I'm probably going to be out on the Habs. Yeah, I wanted, I was actually going to be on the other side of the third lines yeah. in this game. I do like that third line for Montreal here. And that's actually where I'm going to start, believe it or not. Because the third line for the Rangers, especially the two-man of Hito and Lafreniere that you mentioned, um, they're generating some offense. But they're also getting, like, not run over, but pretty high event. Like, 64 shot attempts against per 60 minutes. Two and a half expected goals against per 60 minutes. Like, I think the Montreal third line uh, is a nice, like, is a nice deep filler here for your super expensive Toronto, you know, Edmonton stacks, Washington stacks, whatever you want to do. So, like, two men, or me, or Lekkonen, or something like that. They do, you know, that line has good numbers together this year. I'm pre- they're, out, they're above 50%. And, you know, that Rangers line is below 45%. So it's advantage Montreal. So I think that Montreal third line is, if I was playing, you know, 120, 150, something like that. And even just one-offing like Lekkonen, I think is perfectly fine. Lekkonen and Armia. Like, I think they're perfectly suitable one-offs in this game. Uh, For me, though, this is more about the Rangers power play uh, than anything else. Uh, Montreal taking a lot of penalties, 3.4 per game. That's definitely not what you want to do. Uh, against this particular Rangers team. Not that their power play has always been super elite, but obviously guys like Fox and Panarin and Zibanejad can absolutely ruin your night in a hurry. And it's not like, it's not as if the Montreal like penalty kill has been anything you know special to write home about. Fourth most goals against, despite you know like a mid-pack uh, expected goals against. So like if Caden Primo doesn't hold down the Ford here, uh, the Rangers could or the Montreal could be in tough. So I will say I do like a Rangers power play stack more than anything here. Um, but you know, any parts of the top six are, would be my focus. So that's where I am here. Uh, Rangers power play stack, maybe a bit of Montreal three, uh, on the blue line. I wrote up, uh, Adam Fox in the power place article, uh, today. And it's just because of that power play exposure. Like if the Rangers get four or five power plays tonight, I think Fox can have a pretty good night, uh, on the Montreal side. I suppose if the Rangers start shooting a lot, David Savard might block some shots, but there's just not a ton of defensemen on Montreal. I like. No, I'm not. I'm not really uh, enthusiastic about the Canadians blue line. I also like Jacob Truba under 5K. Uh, he's, you know, not the best real hockey player, but he is a good peripheral hockey player for DFS. So, don't mind him. All right, let's keep it moving then. Calgary 2.9 implied goal total. They're going into Philly. The Flyers have a 2.5 implied goal total. Uh, if my math is doing is right, that's 5.4 goals. They're not expecting a whole lot uh, in this game. I think I believe it's Carter Mar- Carter Markstrom, <laughs> Carter Hart against Jacob Markstrom uh, here in this one. Uh, I suspect the top lines are going to go up against each other. The Couturier line up against um, the Lindholm line. That kind of worries me for both those top lines. I think that's a tough matchup for both. Um, what are your thoughts on this game, Josh? Yeah, like Katoria is one of the best two-way centers in the NHL. His line mates leave a lot to be desired defensively at this stage in their career, I would say. Claude Giroux, James Van Rien's like. Um, I just, you know, the Osmo top two stack percentage does like Calgary tonight, and they're coming in around 2%. I just I'm having a hard time getting there in one to three just because it still is Couturier like he is a very good two way center and they're going to be going up against each other. It's kind of going to cancel each other out. So if I was MME, I definitely have some Calgary one in the mix. You know, you know, it doesn't take much to get over the field on them. 
I do like them. I do worry about the matchup, but it's not like Katore has his normal line or his normal wingers, you know, Travis Konechny, not great defensively, but better than James Van Riensdyk, I would imagine. So Calgary won in my MME mix, one to three. I'm going to take a pass. The second line of Coleman, Monaghan, Mangiapane is interesting me, a interest, whatever. I like them. Um, Monaghan, 3,500 top power play. Uh, Mangiapane, always a awesome O favorite at 4,900. Blake Coleman, also, you know, a good one-off. You can take pieces. The power play correlation isn't great. They're going to get, I think, you know, probably the Hayes line. Hayes is coming back for an injury. He's got Atkinson and Farabee up there. You know, that line could be had a little bit. So, again, like, I don't think there's going to be much that I'm taking primarily in one to three from this game. This game, you know, just screams MME because it's a it's a 5.5 total with money coming in on the under. So, you know, I'm probably going to be in a little bit if on Calgary one, a little bit on Calgary two, and I would have some flyers one, but nothing in one to three, mostly 20 to 150. Yeah, it's Calgary two that's really drawing me here. Um, I know we don't have them as a super high top two stack. They're coming in at 1% chance to be a top two stack. Uh, but their numbers are, have been very, very good in a small sample together. And it's not surprising to me because we talked about this last week. You know, the kinds of players that Coleman and Mangiapane are, it seemed very likely that they would bring Sean Monaghan on for a pretty good ride, uh, getting depth matchups. And that's going to happen again here tonight. Like, I, I, I agree that I think Calgary, I think where, where the Calgary one top two stack is coming from is Philly's is Philly's penalty kill, um, right? They're giving up 3.6 penalties against per game, I think, which is one of the highest marks in the league. So, like, you know, if Calgary gets four or five power plays here tonight, I think that's where uh, their avenue comes from. And that's why I wrote up Rasmus Anderson in my power plays article this morning is, like, I don't think – I don't think it's necessary – like, ne- like I think the Calgary power play can have a good day and – and the players not having massive days. You know what I mean? Like the Calgary power play can get a couple goals. Rasmus Anderson gets one, you know, Mac Chuck gets one, you know, the assist mix around. If a guy gets a goal and an assist on a 16 game slate on an 11 game slate, sorry, that doesn't find a six, 16 games or 16. I guess if, you know, they could, it could be a 16 game slate eventually. But anyways, if, if uh, the top line uh, against Calgary, or against Philly is, is going to get that match when that second line is going to get the depth matchups. And they, it just seems like better matchups with a good line, uh, good top two stack. Um, I think you can at least two man, like, you know, Manchapane Monahan or, you know, Coleman Monahan or something like that. So I do like Calgary two as like a two man filler stack here tonight. Calgary one, you're, you're right. It's more in your one in your one fifties or your twenties one to th- like, I don't know, man. One to three, I think you can get there because it, it it is a really good power play matchup for them. That's that's what I'm gonna say. So yeah, I think one to three you can even get so there. If you have one to three in the 444, that would be a spicy meatball, but you can do it. Yeah, it is. It's not, it's I'm not I'm still, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not gonna have them in my lineup, but um I would not begrudge somebody else for doing it. Uh on the blue line, like I mentioned, Rasmus Anderson. I think Rasmus Anderson can actually be one off here tonight because like I said. I think Calgary can win this game like 3-1, and he has a great night, and nobody else does. You know what I mean? So 
Um, Rasmus Anderson, I actually don't mind him as a one-off. I don't mind Ivan Provorov as a one-off either. If Calgary's going to get like five power plays, he's going to block a million shots. So uh, don't mind Provo um, one-off either. What do you got for defenseman? Yeah, uh, other than Rasmus Anderson, Noah Hannafin's a little too pricey for me. Uh, on the flyer side, you know, Rasmus risks the Lions still at 3K. Gonna, you know, one of these games he's going to do it. So at 3K, I don't mind him as a one-off. All right. Uh, give us a like and a subscribe uh, if you could so you can keep up with all our shows, all our DFS offers, all our giveaways, and a whole lot more. Once you subscribe, click that notification button so you can get alerts when our shows go live. Be sure to check out today's free premium tools and data. We have free premium tools and data up on the site almost every day, uh, today being no exception. NBA main slate ownership. Uh, ownership projections, sorry, PGA golfer rankings and NHL top stacks. You just heard us talk about uh, Calgary one and two and their top stack percentage. Well, if you want to check it out for yourself, we have NHL top stacks free up on the site right now. If you're playing NBA DFS tonight, be sure to check out Adam Scherz, uh NBA deep dive article, which is the most in-depth free NBA DFS article you'll find anywhere. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Finally, we also have a giveaway. You should enter to win a free chance of Osmo Plus Platinum that we will be running on the NBA Live Before Log tonight. Just head to Greg Ehrenberg's personal Twitter handle, G-E-H-R-E-N-B-E-R-G-D-F-S. That's Gerenberg D-F-S. Or you can find the link pinned in the U- or you can find the link pinned in the YouTube tab and check out the pin tweet there to find out what you need to do to enter that giveaway. So that's G E H R E N B E R G D F S, Greg Ehrenberg's DFS handle to check out. Uh, we have a free giveaway tonight for a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. All right, let's move it along. Buffalo two point four implied goal total. They're going into Pittsburgh. The Penguins have a three and a half implied goal total. If I'm not mistaken, it's the highest on the slate or the second highest on the slate. Um, there's probably going to be a fair amount of Pittsburgh ownership here tonight as, you know, ownership tends to follow uh, implied goal totals. And we do have them coming in somewhere around 12 or 13%. That seems fairly high to me, Josh, but I want to get your opinion. What do you think of this game? Okay. You take, Everything out of the equation, you say, give me Gensel, Crosby, Rust against the Sabres at 12%. I'm in. Now, the problem is Crosby's coming back from COVID. And we saw with Ryan O'Reilly, he said he's just felt like crap and his game has been crap. Even Crosby said, like, he's been out for 10 days, hasn't been skating. It's going to take him a while to get back in game shape. So that worries me. Like, when he, if a player is admitting he's not in game shape, 
It worries me. <laughs> you never hear that from a player. Yeah. Never. You know, Crosby resulted to like just you know javelin tossing people into the boards last. Crosby's game. in game shape since yeah. he was like 15 years old. Like yeah. this has to be bad. Yeah. So like it worries me. Yes, this is a very good matchup. And yes, <laughs> they're fully correlated on the power play, but. Crosby admitting that and saying, like, it, it just worries me. If you want to play pit one, like, conjecturing about someone's health is, like, literally one of the worst things you can do for DFS. Like, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's one of those situations. But, like, for me, I'm flag planting. I'm going to fade them. There are other spots that I like better on this slate. If you want to use them, by all means, go for it. I don't mind that second line. They're coming in about half the ownership. They're going to, you know, there isn't a matchup on the Sabres that worries me defensively. Super Carter Kapanen, it's okay. Um, that's where I'd go on Pittsburgh. Um, but again, if you want to use Pittsburgh, one, do it. I'm just worried about Crosby. Um, on the Buffalo side, I'm probably going to be out for the most part. Uh, you know, even if Crosby isn't fully back, he's still probably better than anyone on the Sabres. So, and the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is a good defensive team. Yari is a trash can, but like it doesn't matter. Um, Two point four on the road, Sabers on an eleven game slate. Like unless I was making you know fifty to, or more lineups, it would be hard pressed for me to get some Sabers in. So the one thing that's kind of keeping me really away from Pittsburgh here, like I get the three and a half total at home. It's a good matchup. Buffalo just doesn't take a lot of penalties, right? Like. 10th fewest penalties taken uh, on the season, I think. And like a pretty good penalty kill, um, you know, top 10 by fewest uh, shot attempts allowed. Uh, like there's not really giving up a ton. Like their actual goals against on the penalty kill is middle of the league. Like uh, one of the big reasons to play Pittsburgh is, is their power, perfect power play correlation. Right. And if it's not a great power play matchup, I mean, you know, it's a three and a half total, the highest on the slate. So we're trying to, we're trying to find reasons, you know, why we wouldn't play them, but obviously they're in one of the best spots on the entire slate or else they wouldn't carry the total that they have. So I'm not going to say no to playing Pittsburgh. I probably won't be playing Pittsburgh tonight. I just don't think it's a particularly great special teams matchup, but the fact is, is that there's 17,900. And if this line plays the way that they can play, it's probably a $21,000 line, right? So they're probably underpriced if they're fully healthy. It's, you know, that big asterisk. Are they fully healthy? Uh, I'm going to probably take a pass on them. I do agree with you on the second line. Uh, Kapanen and Zucker have just have really good numbers together, uh, you know, even going back to last year when Zucker was struggling. So I can't imagine adding Jeff Carter is going to hurt too much. So I do like them as a filler stack. I, I think I would play – I'd just play Pittsburgh one and just stack the top line if I was playing Pittsburgh tonight, but I'm probably going to be off them specifically. Uh, nothing on the Buffalo side for me. On the blue line, I noticed with all the guys back, Pittsburgh kind of spread the ice time around, but they also got the you know the break speed off them that game, so might have just been resting players. Anybody on the blue line stick out to you? Not really. Um, I, I don't think I would want off Latang at 7K. Like maybe Marcus Patterson, one off at min price, he could probably do worse, but nothing really is standing out for me on either side of the blue line. Me neither. Let's get to the next one. Arizona, 2.1 implied goal total. They're going into St. Louis. The Blues have a 3.4 implied goal total. I mean, I don't know if you feel different, but I'm just going to say we don't have to talk about Arizona. Correct. Okay. What do you like from the Blues here? 
Oh, man. Like, oh. I don't want to like the Blues top line tonight, but it's the Coyotes. Like, you have to put them in play here. Like, Ryan O'Reilly, he's been you, – you were talking about it in Discord about their power play with O'Reilly on there and Perron on there compared to off. Like, the numbers are, like, crazy. So, like, yeah, that top line's good because Kairou and Buchnevich share power play too. Um, I was – there are three lines that I like on the blue side. I think they're all viable, but literally one, two, three is the order that I like. I like the top line the best. If you want to go down to that second line, like Barbashev actually been playing pretty good with Thomas and Tarasenko. I don't know if you need a full stack there. Like you can do a Thomas Tarasenko. The thing is like we talk about every time, like Tarasenko or Thomas isn't going to really be a big goal scorer. So he's going to need assists to pay off at his price, but it's only 3,800. Uh, you could do worse. He, you know, he'll Wenberg his way there if they if they do, you know, go off. I also don't mind the Saad Perron combo, but like like you were talking about the power play, the second power play unit, quote unquote, is where I really want to concentrate. So that top line for me is one of my favorite spots of the night for many reasons. 3.4 total. They're going against the Oats and their ownership's around 6%. It's just like the trifecta. And it worries me because I don't want to like them. But the numbers, like the ownership and the total and everything is telling me we should play some blues tonight. Yeah, uh, you know, the the implied gold total definitely very much in check sitting at a 3.4. And th- when I was writing my power plays article this morning, the one thing that I was super concerned about was ownership. And, you know, no ownership, 6 per- six to 7% on the top line, 3 to 4% on the second line. Like, you're going to give me the top six at a combined 10% at home against Arizona. Like, I don't know what people realize just how bad Arizona is like bottom of the league offensively bottom of the league on the penalty kill. Like there's just not a lot going on here. So I I get, if you want to stay away from St. Louis one, because people are afraid of Ryan O'Reilly, but like a Kairou Buchnevich two man makes sense for that power play exposure. Uh, uh, you know, Robert Thomas, you're right. Like he might Wenberg his way there. I was surprised by how many points he actually has this year. He actually has like 14 points in 15 games or something like that. So like uh, he definitely is a threat for the, th- I'll call it the three assist bonus. He doesn't get a three point bonus. It's a three assist bonus for Robert Thomas. Uh, he is a threat for that. So I do kind of like, if I was to full stack a line, I think I would full stack St. Louis too, but I like the two man of Buchnevich and Cairo the most out of this whole game. So that's where I'm, that's where I am uh, on the blues on the blue line, Scott Perunovic in the lineup uh, for St. Louis. He's that de- like, he's a legitimate prospect for them running the second power play unit at mid price. I would just worry about ice time. You know what I mean? He could probably play like 16 minutes here tonight. Um, Tori Krug is back and on the top power play unit, 6,300. That probably pushes the rest of the St. Louis blues defenseman out of, out of range for us. So what do you think? Yeah, Justin Falk season is canceled. And I personally am super happy about that. Um, I don't have to play him anymore, man. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to play Krug tonight. He is also coming back from COVID. Uh, 6,300. Like his price went up 1,300 while he was on the COVID list. So I'm going to take a pass. <laughs> okay. Good enough. Um, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play 
That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest and we will reach out via email with your coupon. And if you need immediate access, email support at osmo.com and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 below, which can be used to enter any Yahoo contest. Be sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. Uh, love Yahoo. Be sure uh, if you're a new user and you don't want to go up against all the sharks and, and you want to take your time to acclimate to DFS, I would definitely take advantage of this. Head on over to Yahoo. You can even get a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum out of it so we can help you along as you get your feet wet in this DFS adventure of yours. All right, let's move it along to the next game. San Jose, 2.4 implied goal total. They're going into Minnesota. Uh, the Wild have a 3.2 implied goal total. Uh, you know, we've talked about COVID and its effects uh, already the show. <laughs> San Jose got like half their roster back over the last couple of games from COVID. I wonder how they're still, how they're managing, but, you know, 2.4 implied goal total on the road tells me Vegas isn't expecting much of, uh, from them here. Uh, what are you expecting from this game, Josh? Yeah, I like the Wild tonight, and I had the line matching wrong when we were talking before the show. I thought the I thought the Wild were on the road for for whatever reason. Wild are at home, so you know Joe Erickson at Kevin Fiala, Marcus Foligno going to get the Couture matchup. And I think that's you know not the worst for Minnesota. Um, that line has been really good. Joe Erickson at Kevin Fiala has re have really good numbers together. Marcus Foligno surprisingly has been pretty good offensively recently. Uh, but for me, the line that I really like is uh, Kaprizov, Gaudreau, Zuccarello. They're going to get, you know, bottom six matchups. I would imagine maybe some of the hurdle line, some of the Benino line. But, like, that's a really good matchup. Uh, they're coming in around 3 4%. It's a 3.2 total, so ownership is, is a little bit lower than I thought it would be. Sharks, you know, not, not a good team. James Reimer's in that. Their blue line's pretty atrocious outside of Mario Ferraro. So, like, I, I really like Minnesota tonight. Um, top, both of the top lines, but I think I would slightly prefer Kaprizov, Gaudreau, Zuccarello. I probably am in a wait-and-see mode on the Sharks. Again, it's a 2.4 total on the road on 11-game slate, so it's not that easy or not that hard of to say, hey, I'm going to fade them. So I'm going to save them for another day. Yeah. Um... I just want to mention the line matching real quick. Since they re very recently put together the Sturm, Duhame, Hartman line, that line has been taking a fair amount of the top competition at home. So it's very possible we see both the Minnesota top lines get nothing but depth matchups in this game. So I think it's a pretty good matchup for either of the either of the top six lines. And I, you know, I would I would say just pick the line, you know, that fits your salary or, or fits with what you want to do a little bit better because. I don't have them separated by much uh, in my personal projections, especially once you factor in salary. So it's just kind of what, you know, what, what fits in better uh, salary wise for your lineup. I wrote up the Erickson Eck Fiala uh, Felino line in my power plays article this morning. Um, and I just want to read a bit about it. Uh, and as mentioned in the Felino section, this line should be able to take advantage of the recovering depth from San Jose. This line going back to last year, Generating 71 shot attempts, 2.9 expected goals, and 3.7 actual goals per 60 minutes. You know, that Ericsson Ek Fiala Felino line has been very good. Um, you know, you can leave Felino off if you want to and just two man to get some additional power play exposure, but I like that, that three man from Minnesota here quite a bit. 
uh, Felino, Fiala, Erickson, Eck for me. Uh, on the blue line, there's just nothing that sticks out to me um, on the San Jose side. I know people will probably play Mario Ferraro. I, like, I'm not going to say no to playing Mario Ferraro, but it's just not a one-off that I'm focusing on uh, in that range in this game. Who's sticking out for you on the blue line? Yeah, I mean, Ferraro, for me to play him, he needs to be like 3,500 or less. 4,200 is kind of no man's land. I don't want to pay up there. Uh, I like Spurgeon if you're using uh, the Wild. I think um, he's the guy for me. Uh, Dumba is a bit overpriced still. Jonas Brodeen, 4,100. You could do worse. Uh, I'd rather play Brodeen than Ferraro tonight. So, But Spurgeon is my main focus. Yeah, I do like uh, Spurgeon as well. Um, let's get to the next game. Edmonton, 3.1 applied goal total. Going into Winnipeg, the Jets have a... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, 3.0 implied gold total. Uh, there's a question in YouTube earlier. Uh, they were asking um, about whether people will fade McDavid and Dreisaitl here tonight. I don't think so. Uh, two reasons. One, people don't fade them. Two, it's uh, one of the better special teams matchups on the entire slate, and people that dig into this game will know that. And people, they'll see the three point one on the road with Edmonton and know exactly what's up. So, you know, McDavid's not going to be thirty percent or forty percent owned tonight or anything like that. But if he's, you know, somewhere around 20 percent, that probably sounds about right to me. Um, all right, what do you like out of this game, Josh? Yep. All right. <laughs> Are they going to send out Connor Dubois Wheeler against McDavid? Is that what you what you're thinking? Or yeah, but also at the same time, I don't think it really matters a whole lot no. between the top two lines. Because I'll say this: Dubois and Connor, their defensive numbers have actually been pretty good this year. You know, maybe Wheeler hurts that, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't really affect what I'm going to do on a on the Edmonton side. So like, <laughs> this is a like. This is a top line for me, like, guess Pugliarvi, power play two. I feel like a broken freaking record every time I talk about Pugliarvi, but he does get some power play one time. Connor McDavid plays on every single power play unit. He never leaves the ice. He plays 106 minutes a game. It could be a 27-game slate. He'll still be 15% on. People don't fade him. He'll, he could be 11-3 on a 10-game slate. He'll still be at least 15% owned. So Toronto or Toronto Edmonton won Edmonton power play. Like this is a really good spot. Like it is pricey to get McDavid dry sidle in together. It's 18,000 for the two of them. Hyman, not too bad at 5,900 new Hopkins, 5,300. They're all coming in over 10%. Um, so I think you either full stack that top line or you full power play stack here. It does worry me that Tyson Barry is on the top power play unit. Um, but he does bring the cost down. He's cheaper than Nurse. So now on the Jets side, um, like I, I could see myself getting to some cop shy fleet Ehlers. I just, I don't know. It, it just doesn't like pop for me. Like in one to three, it's hard for me to get behind that line. Their historical numbers aren't that great together. Um, it is the Oilers, and I, no one loves a here comes the Oiler gift party more than me. So like I, 
you know, I don't mind that. I just, I have a hard time getting behind the Jets tonight. There's, there's so many more lines priced around the same price that I, I like better tonight. The one thing that's scaring me about Winnipeg tonight is this, and we talked about it in our Discord. It's their recent schedule. This is five games in eight nights all on the road for them, and they're heading home after this one. And, you know, we've talked about the get-home games already a couple times this year. I think one time a team got blown out, and the other time it was Calgary and Pittsburgh, and Mark Schrem had to make, like, 45 saves or something like that. Like, these are human beings. They just want to go home. Um, That's kind of – the. It's that's my process. Like in one to three line, like I'm probably going to play one to three here tonight. I'm definitely only playing one in the 444, but I'll probably get you know a couple others elsewhere. Um, I have you know I have, you have to find reasons to exclude certain lines. If I'm only playing one to three, my reason for excluding Edmonton is that this is five and eight on the road, and they're going home. Like I think this is a I think this is a case where, um, and and Winnipeg, like I mentioned in our Discord too, they added uh, Schmidt. And uh, Brendan Dillon in the offseason. And I think those are two massive additions for them. It gives them a top four that can actually move the puck and defend, which is something they haven't had in five years. So, like, if I was 20 maxing or 150 maxing, yes, obviously I, I would have 15, 20% McDavid. In my one to three, I think I'm going to fade him here tonight. You know what? If, if, he, if he beats my brains in, uh, you know, at least I get my brains beat in by the best. Uh, on the Winnipeg side, I do like that Ehlers line. Uh, the problem is, is that you're not getting much correlation with them. Uh, so, you know, a two-man of Ehlers cop is probably where I would go. I want to get into the second and third lines of Edmonton. I don't want to face off against the top line. Uh, on the blue line, I don't know if there's anybody sticking out to you in particular. Like, there's not a defenseman that sticks out to me uh, in this game as a one-off. I mean, I guess Darnell Nurse. We always say Nurse, but... Yeah. There's nothing really popping for me in this game either. Yep. All right. Uh, let's move it along. Uh, we have awesome Hall of Fame here and because we, we like to celebrate uh, all of our users and all of their wins. So if you want to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, download the Osmo Avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar. Place in the top three of a contest with over 5,000 contestants. Tweet the wins to the Osmo HOF account. And then you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Note that you can only win one free month per calendar year. You can't keep winning every month. And you'll see uh, Osmo Hall of Fame come up on your screen. Uh, you see a five-figure NFL takedown from Showdown. Uh, you'll see another five-figure NFL takedown from Showdown last night. Uh, San Francisco actually looked kind of good last night. Uh, you'll see uh, a second place uh, from BNC uh, NFL over the weekend. And you see these guys winning thousands of dollars, but you don't have to win thousands of dollars. Uh, you know, we have one uh, celebrating a, a $400 win from a, a 10K winner or from a 10K uh, NBA contest. So you don't have to win. It's the Osmo Hall of Fame that we just want to get you in. So Osmo HOF uh, on Twitter, if you have the Osmo.com avatar as your avatar. All right, let's move it along. Detroit, 2.3 implied gold total. They're going into Dallas the Stars. Have a 3.2 implied goal total. Jake Ottinger, 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 whatever, starting in net for uh, Dallas. Detroit played last night, so it's back-to-back on the road for them. Grace started, uh, so that means uh, Nedeljkovic uh, starting uh, for Detroit. Uh, what do you like out of this one, Josh? Yeah. Um, let me read you some Detroit 1 numbers here. 115 minutes this season, the trio of Bertuzzi, Larkin, Raymond. 
16 high danger chances, four per 60, 50% Corsi four and a 3.3 or 3.53 expected goals for. Very good. Not 15 high danger chances against per 60, 2.88 expected goals against per 60. Very high event. Gonna get the Rupe Hints matchup. Dallas one has very, very good numbers. They just need to start scoring. They're going to start scoring. They're coming in at 4%. This is one of my favorite spots of the night, and I hate it because I this team drives me nuts for DFS, but I love Dallas one tonight. Robertson, Hintz, Pavelski. Detroit, again, back-to-back on the road. Uh, those are spots I like to take advantage of, especially a team as lovely as the Detroit Red Wings. I think this is a very good spot for Dallas one. Not much else down the lineup that I really like. Uh, Sagan Radulov, not super exciting for me. Raffle Ben Gurionov. Like, if if you could tell me that Gurionov's going to play 16 minutes tonight, yeah, then maybe I'll two-man a Ben Gurionov. But Gurionov, you know, they'll take one bad shift and not see the ice for 38 minutes. They'll play seven minutes. So Dallas won for me. Um, not much on the Detroit side. If you want to uh, – Use a filler stack in MME with Detroit too. They're going to get you know that Ben Gurionov raffle matchup, and that's you know not great. So if you're MMEing, you can take a couple stabs on Detroit too. But other than that, not super high on Detroit tonight. Yeah, I don't have anything to add. That's exactly where I was looking in this game as well. That Dallas top line. I mean, Detroit top ten by time shorthanded, and depending on what metrics you look at, uh, mid pack to bad penalty kills. So. Good special teams matchup, back-to-back on the road for the Red Wings. So I do like that Detroit top line. I agree with you on the filler line for Detroit as well. Zadina, Suter, Fabry. Zadina's looked really good this year. I think you can even like one-off Zadina or something like that uh, if you want. I do like that Detroit second line as a filler. On the blue line, um, I don't have anybody besides correlation. Do you? No. Okay. Uh just uh, we a couple more games to get through before we get out of here. Uh, if you guys could uh, click that thumbs up and click the subscribe button, uh, just really helps us make us look good for our bosses and click that little bell if you want to get notified whenever we go on the air. Uh, Carolina 3.0 implied gold total. They're going into Vegas. The Golden Knights have a 2.6 implied gold total. Uh, no Jonathan Marcheseau for tonight for Vegas. He's in the COVID protocol, and it, that worries me because maybe they get other guys testing positive throughout the day sometime today. We just don't know. Uh, Carolina uh, looks like they're going to be going with a top line of Natchez, Svechnikov, and Aho. Josh Levo was there, but I think he's a placeholder. That top line's interesting to me, but then they have to go into Mark Stone. So what do you think about this game, Josh? Yeah, and there's a picture going around Twitter with Marcheseau and Robin Leonard at the Raiders game, I think. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Brossois on net tonight. But Brossois is good. <laughs> He's not just some random backup. Um, yeah, I do like that top line for Carolina. We're going to have to see what the ownership does when they run Ajo, Svechnikov, Natchez together. Uh, they are going to get uh, Stevenson Stone, but Evgeny Dadnoff, not the player Max Pacioretty is. So I think there is you know, reason to believe that you can use Carolina one tonight. Um, they are expensive and they're probably going to go overlooked tonight. So in MME, I, I really do like that Carolina top line uh, getting down to them in one to three. I, I would consider it. I don't know. I haven't built my lineups yet, so I don't know. I haven't made the tough cuts yet, but the, they're definitely in consideration for me. If you want to go to that second line, Trocek, Teravining, uh, Cockney, I mean, they're going to get, you know, some, some very good matchups, you know, Marcel's out, 
Alec Martinez is out as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, once you get past that Stevenson stone, there really is not much there. So I don't mind the depth lines of Carolina as well. And then on the, the Vegas side, that top line does interest me. Uh, Stevenson stone, Dadoff, like Dadoff power play one twenty eight hundred is a pretty bad mispricing. Um, so I think you can definitely have some, but like, again, if Vegas has one line or four lines, one of them's always over-owned. And I, I do worry a little bit about the ownership on the top line for Vegas tonight, but I, I do like Carolina a lot tonight. Yeah. I think both the Stevenson and the Ajo lines are definitely in consideration for me. Like Carolina is like by far, by far the most penalized, penalized team in hockey. And that Vegas line of Stevenson, Dadnoff and Stone are all correlated together on the power play. They could get five power plays here tonight. So don't mind that line. Honestly, it's one of my favorite fillers on the whole slate. Uh, we have one final game to get to real quick. Um, before we get out of here, the No House Advantage NBA show, Eton and, and uh, Terry is coming up right after us. And then the PGA strategy show with Jason and Ben at four East. And, and then of course your NBA double show with the deeper dive and live before lock. Uh, Washington 3.2 implied goal total going into Anaheim 2.8 for the ducks. Um, I'm going to say right out of the, right out of the gate that I do like uh, a little, I do like Washington's top line here tonight, but they seem like pretty highly owned for a, a, a line on the road. So uh, I'm probably going to be out on this game other than like some one-off Connor Sherry or one-off, you know, Lars Eller or something like that. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I mean, I hate stacking the Capitals. It's just one of the – it's like a personal thing. For, I don't know. I'm not, I don't take it personally. I just don't like personally doing it. Um, but they're in, a, they're in a very, very good spot. Uh, if you want to use them, by all means, do it. I'd re- There's a lot more home matchups that I like with lower ownership. Ownership, so I will – that's where I'm going to stick, but won't talk you off Capitals at all. On the duck side, you know, Troy Terry has a point in 647 straight games. If you want to use them, that's fine. But like their price is a little expensive for ducks in a 2.8 total at home. So probably going to look elsewhere. Yeah. I just don't like the price. Troy Terry, he can't keep shooting 33% or whatever it is. Like he just can't, he can't. Um, Yeah. We do have to get out of here. I'm going to ask you for your hat trick pick and your goalies. My hat trick pick, for tonight is Kevin Fiala, and I like Ilya Sorokin and Carter Hart in net. What do you got? Uh, my hat trick pick is Rope Hints. Mm. And my goalie, I like Talbot. I like um, Igor. Looking for a cheap one here. Oh, I saw one. Oh, UC Saros, if he's in. I like him for shot volume. Yeah, I also like Saros as well. So there you go. You have Rope Hints and Kevin Fiala as your hat trick picks for tonight. That'll do it. Uh, for us, uh, good luck tonight, everybody. Hopefully, somebody watching this show smashes that $33 FanDuel and smashes that $444 on DK. Uh, regardless, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan. But you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more.